Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 26th, 2016. My name is Philip Prosmanik. I'm the site expert and editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com, and the countdown is over. No more days do we have to wait for Orlando Magic basketball. Today, ladies and gentlemen, today, my friends, we basketball. Well, not today, actually. Uh, first practice is until tomorrow, Tuesday, September 27th, but today is the official start of the Orlando Magic season with the beginning of training camp and media day on Monday. Obviously, I'm recording this before media day, so uh, I guess basketball hasn't started yet, but you, you can sense the, the, the excitement and, and the giddiness uh, within me that, that we'll finally have some magic basketball, finally be able to talk to the guys and get to work on this critically important season that, that we've talked about ad nauseum this summer. I'm tired of going around in circles. I'm ready for some actual news. I'm ready for uh, some you know, media day hijinks. I'm ready for the NBA season to begin. There's already craziness going on. We we know we know it well. Uh, but the best place to check out all that craziness, is, of course, is on the Locked On Podcast Network. I highly encourage you to check out all the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network as well as we get into the NBA season. And it being Monday, be sure to check out some of our friends over in the Locked On NFL podcast, including Locked On Jaguars, Locked On Dolphins, and Locked On Bucks. They'll have the complete recap of Sunday's action in the NFL. You can find them on Audio Boom and iTunes as well to subscribe to those fantastic podcasts. Today, though, is media day for the Orlando Magic, and we are very, 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 very excited. Uh, and so I have uh, kind of a, a hope, hopefully a relatively quick show for you today because I'm just like I'm like a kid on Christmas. I'm staying up late looking for for Santa Claus to come down my chimney delivering delivering magic basketball treats and. You know, I'm hearing some pitter-patter up on the roof, so I want to make sure I get to bed. I've got my milk and cookies out uh, for, for Basketball Santa Claus because uh, it, it's an exciting day for sure. On today's show, though, we are going to talk about a few things. There were some interesting comments made by Frank Vogel uh, to John Denton of OrlandoMagic.com that touched on something that we've, we talked a little bit about, at least, on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, so I'll talk a little bit about that and the tasks that are going to be ahead for Frank Vogel specifically as we get into practice and begin training camp and begin the season, because you know, frankly, there's there's a little bit of pressure on Frank Vogel to deliver something this season. And then I'm going to quickly finish out our player outlook series. We did finish that off uh, this weekend with the final two players uh, that that we needed to profile uh, that are going to be on the main roster, at least, or that we understand are going to be on the main roster uh, at this point. And so I'll quickly preview and talk about them. Uh, but the first place I do want to stop. Uh, because I don't believe I talked about this on Thursday, because I don't think we found out about it till Friday. Uh, there, it was a little bit of unfortunate news. We'll get a little bit more details on this Monday. It's not, 
the end of the world. I, I, I did get some people kind of say, oh man, you know, you were so much for a healthy summer, so much for this. It's not the end of the world, guys, but Aaron Gordon is expected to miss the beginning of training camp, at least the first, be, be limited a little bit in the first few days of training camp with it, with what's being termed by Rob Hennigan, the general manager of the Orlando Magic, a mild ankle sprain. Now, if you've played basketball for any length of time, ankle sprains are normal. Uh, I sprain my ankle all the time when I play basketball. I need new basketball shoes. I also have extremely weak ankles. Um, uh, long story there. But ankle sprains happen in basketball, and it appears to have happened to Aaron Gordon during a workout at least a week or so ago. And so the Magic are going to take things very, very slowly with him and bring it, and bring it, and hold him out of some, some elements of practice and training camp at the beginning of training camp. Rob Hennigan did, did though, tell Josh Robinson the line of Sentinel, which is where this report originated from, that uh, Gordon should be good to go by the first preseason game, which is next Monday. October 4th, uh, and there shouldn't be any slowdowns there. My my suspicion is, and, and I, you know, maybe this is just the optimist in me because, you know, God knows I was the guy telling everyone, oh, Jody Meeks will be ready by training camp. That, that's obviously not the case. He'll be back in November. Uh, but uh, it, my suspicion is that if this were March or April and the Magic were in the middle of a playoff hunt, Aaron Gordon would be playing. And you know, we talked about this a lot when it comes to Aaron Gordon, that he really needed a healthy summer to get him to the level that the Magic need him at, um, just to continue his improvement. We saw what kind of two, three months on his own improving his game can do between the end of last season and and, and the beginning of summer league before he broke his jaw heading into heading into the 2016 season. He didn't have any setbacks like that. I, you know, that's actually a question I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him. I, I hope to ask him tomorrow while I'm at while I'm at media day or today while I'm at media day. Uh, whether what the difference was in having that healthy summer, did you know, being able to get through an entire summer, you know, enjoy himself, but but put in that work that he maybe couldn't put in after his rookie year because they always say the most important year for a player's development is that first off season after you've experienced the NBA one year. Uh, and now you kind of know what's coming. Gordon, I think, really missed out on that improvement. And I think, you know, it's possible we'll see that improvement this year. And uh, he certainly got some time in. For those that are thinking that this ankle injury is going to slow him down, I, I actually kind of think it might be a blessing in disguise. It's going to give him some time to step away from the game, take a deep breath, recover mostly, get get healthy. That's the most important part. Uh, and be And kind of soak things in and learn from the sideline. Remember last summer, too. Evan Fournier had a really nasty sprained ankle uh, from Eurobasket. He suffered it in the semifinal game, which France lost, went and played in the bronze medal game, which France won, won the bronze medal on a bad ankle. And he had a really good game in that in that bronze medal game, too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, played on that ankle. He comes back to Orlando, and there's a problem. And the Magic held him out of, of the first few few practices or limited his action in the first few practices uh, and didn't uh, and let him kind of heal and recuperate. We all saw the kind of season Evan Fournier had. So an ankle sprain at the beginning of training camp, while it's unfortunate you want him participating fully in camp, the first few days of camp are really a big learning process. I mean, it, it, when you get to when you get down to it, this is a new coach, so everyone's kind of learning, and so there isn't as much full court action. Like yes, yes, they'll scrimmage. They you know, the coaches want to see what they have. They're not going to waste that time. 
but a lot of the work that's going to be done in these first few days of camp are going to be mo- are going to be a lot of okay when the ball swings to the weak side to from the strong side to the weak side this is where our rotations need to be when someone attacks the middle this is where our rotations need to be it's going to be a lot of guys a lot of coaches moving players to the right spot and trying to teach them the reads that they're trying to get you don't necessarily need to be playing to, to get that quite yet. Now, when they start really implementing it and drilling it, that's when you want to, the guy to be healthy, to be playing at full speed. Uh, but that, you know, I, I don't know how Frank Vogel teaches, um, but I imagine it's not not alarming that he's going to be out. And his long-term health, making sure that the ankle heals so that he's ready to go when games start counting, is more important. Like Rob Hennigan told Josh Robbins of the Orlando Sentinel on Friday, or in the, in the paper at least on Friday, that it's not a cause for concern. He shouldn't miss any preseason games, so it's not a serious injury. But it is a little bit of a setback for a player uh, who needs to be out on the floor. But very excited to see Aaron Gordon. Very excited to see all the guys tomorrow. Um, got lots of questions. You know, I, I, you know, it's it's all these questions that have been pent up and built up uh, throughout the summer when when the players are off doing their own thing. Very excited to get them all in one place. Very excited to get this thing rolling. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. And... So, you know, that that brings us to kind of what the most important thing that the Magic are going to have to focus on this this training camp. And we all know defense is is going to be the key for the Magic. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. The Magic want to be a top defensive team. And Frank Vogel believes in being a top defensive team. And so... When you get down to it, when you get down to how you go about doing that, there's definitely a few approaches. Uh, and this being a, an, a, an entirely different team. I mean, half the roster has been turned over on this Magic team. So how do you get this team to come together? And so Frank Vogel, you know, he seems pretty certain that the defense is going to work. I mean, he, I've, I've heard him talk a few times. I've read... A lot of what he said to, to the press, um, you know, I, I, I was, I, like, I've, like I've said a little bit, I was at a coach's clinic that he, that he was at uh, last week and, and heard him talk a little bit about his philosophies and, and what he's expecting from the team and talk a little bit about the team. He, he, definitely, be, he definitely believes defense is going to work with this team. He's very confident about this team's defense. So then it seems like the way that he's going to go about this is by taking a look at at building chemistry. John Denton of OrlandoMagic.com wrote a really good, did a Q&A with Frank Vogel and asked him, you know, asked him about a wide range of issues. So I highly suggest you go, go on OrlandoMagic.com, read the whole interview. I've got a link to it up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com with this specific point. Denton asked, with the new coaching staff and so many new players, how much of your first training camp at the Magic is going to be about building chemistry and that offensive and defensive togetherness that you've spoken previous, previously about? Frank Vogel responds, quote, No question. A lot of our camp is going to be a lot about that. About that. One of the most important things that you can achieve as a team is positive chemistry. If you don't achieve that, you're not going anywhere. So we'll talk about that all the time. My job is to scheme-wise tie together the parts on the court 
while letting their individual games find each other. That's just going to come with time. It's my job to see to it that all of the guys are working together on both ends. At the end of that interview, Denton asks, are you someone that believes chemistry comes from winning or does winning create chemistry? And Vogel said both, but I think chemistry creates winning. But more so, chemistry creates winning. And it's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic with this team. There are so many moving parts. There's going to be a lot of competition. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of getting to know each get know each other at the beginning of training camp. Yes, a lot of these players have probably been in town. They've been playing together. They've been working out together. I, you know, I've seen video of Evan Fournier and Serge Ibaka working out together on Evan Fournier's Snapchat. Um, you know, Serge Ibaka has been in the, in the Amway Center plenty of times this summer. It's not like these guys don't know each other. It's not like these guys are completely foreign to each other playing together. But it's different when you get into the practice setting, when you get into the, okay, this is what we're trying to do. And a big thing that's going to have to develop with this Magic team very, very quickly is trust. I think when we talk about how the Magic's defense struggled, one of, the, one of, the, you know, one of my theories, at least, is that there was never really trust that someone's going to have my back. You know, I don't know if this is true or not. And it may be subconscious more than conscious, so I don't want to attribute anything to the, to, the, to the situation I'm about to describe. But, you know, one theory that I have for some of the struggles the Magic, and specifically Nikola Vucevic, has on defense is he never quite trusted the player behind him to have his back. So in a situation where there's a pick and roll, and Alfred Payton is unable to cover the role man, or the role man's coming straight at Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic, in this theory again, didn't have the trust to step up and guard the guard the ball handler and know that someone was going to cover his man behind him. That's a trust that's very difficult to develop. And it, it takes drilling and repetition and and rewarding. You know, the player has to do that. And the, and the theory, then, is Serge Ibaka is going to be able to cover that. And that should make Vucevic a better defender. Having a backstop like Serge Ibaka or Bismack Biombo will theoretically allow, allow perimeter defenders to press up a little bit more, take a few more chances knowing that there's someone behind, behind them to clean up their mistakes. That is a big part, I think, of what's going to change about this Orlando Magic team. But you've got to develop that trust. You've got to have both trust in, in your defensive schemes and rotations and that the players are going to be there at the right time. And it's not necessarily about being there perfectly. It's about being there enough that I'm going to go all out to, to bail you out on the rare time you do make a mistake. It's, it's definitely a fine line, and it's hard to quantify. It's, it's, it really is, and that's why I think I do agree with Frank Vogel here that one of the more important things he has to make sure he does is build chemistry among the team those first that first week of practice. It's 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 gonna take time, of course. You know, when, when the magic roll into Memphis next Monday, no one's expecting a squeaky a, 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 you know, a smooth running wheel. There's gonna be some squeaks. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to tweak some things. But you want to see them kind of coming together and, and beginning to understand some things, uh, beginning to understand the schemes, beginning to understand 
uh, what the coaching staff is asking them. And of course, if they do that, they should be successful because we, we've seen what a Frank Vogel defense can do. Building chemistry is really, really difficult. And, you know, it was something that we've talked that, that the Magic have talked about now for several years. We, we asked them this last year on Media Day. You know, how is the chemistry of this team going to work out now that there's a little more pressure? You've been together now for two, three years for the most part. The chemistry to them, you know, when we asked players about chemistry, they said it was fine. You know, everyone's friendly. It's not necessarily about being friends. It's about working together on the court. And, you know, I think the Magic did better at that generally last year, but something was clearly off and something was clearly missing. And the hope is... You know, Frank Vogel said Frank Vogel has, you know, kind of said he has a different approach to things. He's very positive minded. He wants to reinforce the positives, you know, point out the negatives, talk talk through them, you know, work work through them. But he's not gonna harp on them. He wants to he it, it's a very good it's, it's gonna be a very, very different climate than last year because we I mean Scott Skiles has a reputation. While I think Scott Skiles is a great teacher, uh and and you know, is not, you know, kind of the dictator that people make him out to be sometimes. I do think, you know, he does focus on the negative a lot, and and we was not necessarily lifting guys up, and we could see that sometimes with how he talked about Mario Zonia, Alfred Payton, and, and so on and so forth. Like I said, the big thing the Magic will have to do is gain chemistry, and it's going to be some key groups. I think you know Alfred Payton, Nikola Vucevic will have to have good chemistry again. Nikola Vucevic, Serge Ibaka will have to have very good chemistry defensively. Uh, you know. Aaron Gordon and Serge Ibaka, I think, will have to have good chemistry because I think we'll see them switch a lot uh, and, and kind of be very sticky, very switchy as well on, on defense. Um, a lot of guys are going to have to work really, really well together for this Magic team to succeed. And so those that, that foundation gets laid here in training camp uh, as we get set to go. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. All right. No more some of the, and and some of the serious talk. I've got two more players I want to quickly talk about about their outlook for the upcoming season uh, before we head into media day. We've been doing these player outlooks on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I'm working on a kind of full roster outlook, so you can look at all the outlooks that 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 we wrote for the last two weeks over on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Uh, it's going to be kind of the post that's up during media day while I can't update the site. So um, be sure to check that out and. Uh, and uh, get to know the Orlando Magic, to, to be frank. The two players we have left are, you know, two bench players. You know, I kind of saved some some of the week, some of the players at the end of the bench on on the weekend. Uh, C.J. Watson and Steven Zimmerman. They're the last two players that I expect to to, to guarantee to make the roster. Uh, so I, I wanted to make sure we profiled them a little bit. C.J. Watson is going to have a really really interesting season for for the Magic. Last year, the Magic brought him in to be their backup point guard. He had some ability to play the two, so. The Magic, I think, felt very, very comfortable bringing him in as someone who could pair with Victor Oladipo maybe in some bench lineups, uh, could back up Alfred Payton, provide some solid veteran leadership, and it just didn't happen. Uh, within a month, less than a month into the season, 
Watson suffered this calf strain and just kind of disappeared. He played, I think, 30-something games last year. Never got into a groove. Was pretty much forgotten by the time uh, he came back. Brandon Jennings was there, so there was a hierarchy, more a more established hierarchy there. And Watson just couldn't crack the rotation. He just wasn't what the Magic needed or at the time or, or just couldn't get himself healthy. And so the summer comes along, and what did the Magic do? They sign another point guard in DJ Augustin. So now C.J. Watson has gone from kind of the short backup point guard to really in the final year of his contract uh, and having an uncertain role on this team. I think, we, I think we're pretty safe in saying that D.J. Augustin is the Magic's backup point guard, and so finding C.J. Watson minutes is going to be very, very difficult. Now, what does C.J. Watson do? Well, he is a good shooter. He's, he's kind of a, a solid spread-the-floor player, can attack a little bit. Definitely a bench point guard, kind of a combo guard, can play one or two. So the Magic do have some versatility there. He does play good defense. Coming back from the calf injury um, was tough last year. We never really got to see him at his healthiest. Uh, He just never was part of the rotation, really. So how are the Magic going to use him this year? Well, we saw what happened last year with point guard depth. The Magic lost Watson. And then Alfred Payton got hurt, and all they were left with was Shabazz Napier. And the Magic were, were hurting for point guards. Again, Shabazz Napier just could not deliver on the court what the Magic needed. And so the Magic were searching for point guards last year. Alfred Payton was struggling with his injury. And I think a lot, of, a lot of his game last year was slowed down by the lingering effects of that injury and having to play through it when maybe he needed to sit out. And the Magic lost that luxury. This year, you know, if Augustine goes down, Watson is fully capable. If you know, Peyton goes down, Augustin can fill that starting spot, and Watson is a very capable backup. Watson is insurance at this point. And that sounds kind of cruel to say about C.J. Watson, about a player that the Magic felt was important enough to give a three-year deal, but that's kind of the truth right now. Like most players in the NBA, there will be a time where C.J. Watson does get playing time. I think he'll be in that mix at the two. If C.J. Wilcox does not work out, would not surprise me to see C.J. Watson fill some of those minutes, uh, especially while Jody Meeks is getting healthy. Um, you know, Mario Azonia will, will get some time there as well. Uh, but, you know, Watson's versatility is going to help him if the Magic are in a pinch. But at this point, he's insurance. And I, I and it sounds bad. Um, you know, just things didn't quite work out that first year. Uh, and now the Magic are ready to move on, make sure they have someone that they can rely on. It's not that Watson can't be relied on. He's he's a good player. He's played for Frank Vogel before, and I you know I think he could have another good season uh, when given the chance. But you know the Magic have kind of moved on to to their next thing uh, as well. You know the NBA doesn't stop for to to wait for a guy to to get healthy, and and that's just a truth of the league. The final guy I want to review is Steven Zimmerman, the the Magic rookie, the only rookie on the roster. Uh, don't expect a lot from Zimmerman. I'm honestly not expecting him to play most nights. You know, he'll play garbage minutes. He'll play if it's absolutely necessary. But Zimmerman just isn't NBA ready. He doesn't have an NBA body yet. He's got to put on a lot of weight, and I think he's got to you know make you know learn how to establish better position in the post. He's really got a you know from what we saw in summer league. He's got good defensive instincts. He's got good length to be a shot blocker. He's got even got decent athleticism. He's not a crazy athlete, but he's he's decent at everything. The problem is he's still just going to get pushed around a lot. A center's going to be able to back him down and you know, 
get to the rim pretty easily on him or, or put him under the basket pretty pretty easily. On offense, he's going to get pushed around. He's not going to be able to get to a spot and until he maybe develops a jumper, that's going to, you know, that's that's going to be a problem for him. Uh, the other problem is he doesn't have a lot of lateral quickness and he's just got to stay healthy. So I think, you know, the Magic drafted him because he's really, really talented. There's a lot of potential there. It was a hard guy to pass up uh, in the 40s. I think even as late as February, like NBA Draft.net and Draft Express had him as a potential lottery pick. So this is a guy that has a lot of talent and potential, probably should have stayed at UNLV for another year. But regardless of that, he's got he's got some ability and should turn into something, or, or at least the Magic believe he can turn into something, so it's worth taking a flyer with a second-round pick. He's just not NBA-ready yet. And so I suspect that the Magic will have him spend some stints in Erie, get some opportunity there, I suspect that the Magic will keep him in the weight room a lot, you know, kind of monitor how he's building up his body and developing there and, and keep a close eye on him. He'll get some spot minutes, you know, in blowouts, you know, and when games are out of hand. Uh, even if, honestly, even if the Magic uh, have some injury issues with that front court, um, which, again, he's playing behind Bismack Biombo, Nikola Vucevic, and Serge Ibaka, it's going to be hard to find him minutes. Even in that case, I think they'll find a veteran to, to play ahead of him because he's just not there yet. Um, so the Magic are going to develop him slowly. He's a project. They, they you know, they'll, they'll keep him around for the year, probably give him another year next year, uh, you know, kind of watch how his development goes uh, and see where that takes them with him. Uh, you know, Zimmerman has potential, very clearly has potential. Um, is probably further along than people think, especially with his postgame. He's just got to build strength. Once he gets that strength component in, Zimmerman should be a, Decent backup big, um, you know. I think that's that's where his future is. Um, but you know, he's he's got some ability. He's just got to kind of have his body catch up to his ability in, in a lot of ways. And you know, that's a typical thing when you when you when you get a freshman, especially a freshman big who you know bigs typically tend to kind of sprout. And so they when when they're in college, at least they don't quite grow into their bodies yet. And and you kind of sense that awkwardness and how they move. Um, Zimmerman actually moves really really fluid, but he's got to put some muscle on that on that frame to to get where he needs to go. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Magic. We're excited for Media Day. I hope you're excited for Media Day too because tomorrow on tomorrow's episode, I will have some audio from Media Day uh, and we'll talk about the big things, uh, the big storylines uh, that, that come out of Media Day uh, as we get set for the first day of practice, the beginning of training camp, and the beginning of Orlando Magic season. So remember to be sure to check out Locked On Magic. You can subscribe on Audioboom, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio as well. Leave us a review. Five stars is nice. Four stars, you know, I'm, I might have to talk to you a little bit, but five stars would be awesome and help us spread the word about the podcast. Be sure to tell your friends with Magic Season started the best place to get Magic Analysis daily podcasts on your phone, on your iTunes-enabled listening device, on wherever you listen to podcasts is Locked On Magic. If they're not Magic fans, ask them what team they're fans of because there's a Locked On podcast for them as well. We're producing daily podcasts on your team, so be sure to check those out. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great day. It's NBA Christmas, I guess. You know, maybe it's NBA... I don't know what a good holiday is between... You know, it's it's like NBA Sukkot. You know, it's it's not quite, you know... Purim yet. It's not quite. Oh, Sukkot's after you before. I don't even know what holiday it is. It's a, it's a great day for the NBA. It's back in full force. So glad to have some basketball, uh, and we'll have some real basketball pretty soon after that. 
Have a great day, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.